0: Greetings fellow investigators and welcome back to our video podcast Into the Darkness where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host Tom Raley. The campaign is entitled At Your Door. It was written by Ellen Eisenwill, Mark Morrison, Barbara Manoui, Chris Adams, Scott D. D'Anielowski and Herbert Heike. I'm your game master and this is episode 31. Our recap will be done by David Gassaway as his character Desmond Flores. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. David?
1: Thanks, Tom. This is the uh, third um, report I'm making, not to the establishment at Full Wilderness, but in two copies under a note, not to be unsealed until my death or disappearance, one to my cousin in Arizona, and one to a lawyer I found in Indiana. Things have not substantially improved since we lost Ethan in Toronto. Um, After a brief rest in San Damiel, um, Margaret, I think uh, frustrated by Ethan's death, goaded his replacement, as it were, Jade Tanaka, into reciting the chant of endurance, which was badly timed because while Jade was at for the count, San Damiel experienced its worst worst earthquake in history. Pretty much all of downtown is rubble. Uh, there's a curfew and the National Guard is here. Things are rationed and people are in camps. We dragged Jen around, Jen, uh, Jade around and uh, those of us who could also spoke the endurance chant. So we had the energy to dig the suffering, uh, injured and bereaved out of the rubble of the smoking city. And then we were stuck in a camp ourselves for a few days Uh, recovering as best we can before Richard Slakes found us. Uh, And Richard Slakes has found for us uh, seedy rooms at the surviving Hotel Morpheus, which is in the same neighborhood as Thor's gym was, uh, a not very attractive part of San Damiel. Um, We got the room service and it turns out it's... uh, from the black dragon, they're still preparing foodstuffs that are still very delicious. We've since sought uh, other means of sustenance. And then Slakes told us about Jiddick's Secret, the book that he privately published 28 years ago called Ending History, in which he describes a frankly insane plan to allow or generate a human cataclysm that will end Western civilization as we know it, and allow a small group of enlightened individuals, as far as Jadik is concerned, I assume he'll be one of them, to act as gardeners who will cull and monitor what's left of humanity for what he considers the greater good of the planet. Slakes doesn't want us to tell Jadik that we know about this, and we are not all equally certain about what it means, but Slakes told us something else troubling, which is that since we lost saw Glansandi before the earthquake and the rumored tentacles that were pulling people out of the rubble into the earth, Glansandi and Jadik spent some time in conversation. And just now we were delivered... A frantic note, from Glansandi, my dear friends meet me tonight at 7 p.m. sharp at 384 Brandywine Street, room 222, in the rear. Failure to keep this appointment compels the most dire consequences. P.S., by special arrangement, gratis meals await you in the Morpheus dining room. Be my well-fed guests for the gracious remainder of your stay. We have about 90 minutes or so before that meeting is supposed to take place. And I realized for the first time that if Glansandi wants us to be eating the food from the Black Dragon, then he's probably on board with Jadik in generating some immortal or at least long-lived gardeners to help manage the culled humanity. So... um, if you don't hear from me again within a week, be aware that that seems to be what's uh, underway. Yours truly, Desmond
0: Flores. All right. Honestly, for a moment there, I was waiting for the story to continue. <laughs> Fascinating. All right. So you have... a. Uh, what did you say, about 90 minutes before you need to be at the address that he listed. What do you want to do?
2: Well, um, Desmond, I think by him saying the food is on him, I think he's saying he'll have other food for us besides the Black Dragon. Unless I'm taking it the wrong way.
1: You know, it's the, it's two things. It's three things. He didn't sign the note. It's four things. He didn't sign the note. We know that he's met with Jadick. He says, failure to keep the appointment compels the most dire circumstances, which frankly sounds like a threat. And the only food available to Morpheus is, and he's invited to be well fed. I just, every time I look at this note, my gorge rises again. I don't even know if we should meet him, but I don't know how we're going to get out of town. Uh, Um, I think i'm sorry heather but i think uh, mr Glenn, dr glonson is a very dangerous man
3: well you know it's all right well, i i think we should still meet him and you know maybe maybe we're we're mis- misreading him i mean he did punch that one thing really well
2: i i hope desmond's wrong about it and i hope he's actually trying to help us because last time he did speak Pretty cryptidly about the duck pond and what time to meet and etc. So I'm just hoping that maybe we're acting paranoid and maybe he is trying to help us. I'm not sure. I'm getting sick of these Pringles here. You want some of them? We're down to Pringles and Pop-Tarts unless you want that that damn Black Dragon. That's all. That's all I have left at least.
4: Well mm-hmm. let's go see if the food is from Black Dragon.
2: I think if we go or when we go, we should maybe go in two groups. We go there together, but not everybody wait at the door until we get We the, have uh, two
1: vehicles. Uh, I was hoping we'd have time to drive past this brandy one street and see what the front and back look like, but I don't think we're gonna have smart Dr. Sandy, honestly. What I'm what I'm assuming is that we've been brave eco-warriors so far and they are both so convinced that their cause is righteous that they think that we'll eagerly become the immortal custodians of our species Uh, I think it's uh, perverse and evil Um, I assume that we all feel that way
4: Yeah, something like that
5: Look, if we're if we're gonna go in two groups, um, I'll be the first one in. I'll go first.
2: Well, somebody needs to go with you. You can't just walk in by yourself.
3: Oh, I'll I'll I'll, I'll go with her. We've been uh, we've been hanging out uh, this whole time, and you know, I'll soften the blow for him
5: too. You know, he'll be happy to see me. Well, Heather, I you're one of my best friends, but I I worry about your objectivity here. Well, you know,
3: girl can a girl can hope. Have I shown you my new cigarette holder? The uh, Madam Finley inspired me, and now I can smoke my cigarettes without the filter all the way
2: down. Are we running low on smokes? I can't believe I'm saying that, but
5: yeah, no, I still got a couple packs.
0: You could buy them on the street for five dollars a pack.
4: <laughs> yeah,
1: nineteen ninety one. That was a black market price.
4: All right. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna head downstairs and see what. Yeah. See where the food came from.
1: Sniff around the kitchen. You'll know soon enough if it's Black Dragon.
4: Mm-hmm. Just, um,
2: look, just look at and the And if trash. it's
4: if it's set out already, then.
2: You should find a bunch of to go containers somewhere. Just
1: look for, you know, human finger bones in the garbage. Uh, I think we also need to think about armaments. I mean, I'm sure Hans Glensandi has more uh, at his disposal than the endurance chant. What if he's,
5: what if, what if it's not him that's necessarily against us? What if he was forced to write the note under duress?
1: We can hope, Uh, you know, I just, uh, Slakes did not get the impression that their last meetings were acrimonious, but rather conspiratorial. I am also, you know, I know I'm paranoid. I just don't think that means that I'm wrong.
0: It's true. So you're going to split into two groups. Margaret wants to be in the first group. Who's going to go with her?
3: Heather. I am.
0: Heather's going to go with her? Oh, yeah. So the ladies are going to go for, well, two of the ladies.
3: Jade? Jade, do you want to join it? Girls signed up?
2: I still feel a little, little weak from, from that spell or whatever the enchantment was. Um, I know it's been a couple of days, but it just it left me physically feeling weaker.
4: I, I can go in with you. All right, good. Uh, once, I, once I'm back from checking on our uh, culinary situation. All right.
0: Yeah. Now, you, you say you're going in first. Uh, how about the rest of you? You're going in. Well, I think as soon as Jonathan's
1: back from the kitchen, and unless he's bringing some things that are obviously turkey and potatoes for us all to share, Uh, I think we should head out immediately and circle the block a few times in tandem before Team A
0: goes in. All right. So, Jonathan, Dr. Lee, should go downstairs and um, what you find seems a little distressing but it's distressing because what you find is evidence that other food was brought in possibly a very nice meal and that it has now been replaced by Asian food from the black dragon and the staff downstairs looks remarkably not guilty. Huh? Remember, everybody is scrounging for tasty food, but you're pretty sure there was something else. You're not sure. The evidence is this looks like simple, old, generic—not even—not even, not even high-quality uh, black dragon Chinese <laughs> food. So you you imagine there may be thieves involved here.
4: Okay. Well, I'll pass that along.
2: Right, see, that's what I'm talking about. Maybe he's saying if we stay here, something dire will happen because the chocho know we're here, or somebody's planning something here. And guys, when we get into the car, see if they're in the under the wheel well or something. See if they're not under the wheel well, but in the back. See if you there's like a tire iron. We have no weapons or anything.
5: Well, I mean, uh, perhaps I, if he wasn't trained to indicate that we should eat the black. Black Dragon, perhaps.
4: Of course, we might be thinking too far into the food here. Right. It's, uh, not, it's not too far out of the line of possibility that the staff of a particularly seedy hotel got tired of Chinese food. Yeah.
1: Oh. it's half the note, though. <laughs> be well fed with gratis food. Didn't we have to pay? we have to paying for the damned rooms. Yeah. And yet the but, food is free, and he specifies that it's from him. He says everything but
4: this. Yeah, but the other stuff paid. wasn't. The other stuff didn't look like. It, it looked, it was different stuff. Right.
1: Well, here's the question. Do we approach this differently if we assume that Sandy is still friendly? And is there, any, is there any reason to assume that anyone's still friendly at this point? No,
5: I, the thing is, we're, we're heading in once again into the unknown here. And if something horrible is going to happen tonight, some of us or one of us needs to still be there to get the rest of our assistants out of here.
2: I say we take everything with a grain of salt. Trust no one but, but our own group and until they prove differently they're they're considered if not hostile at least not on our side
1: so if i'm right and he wants to recruit us at last to be gardeners of the human species and we say no thanks uh i think you've made a great mistake we're going to take our pensions and go down the coast. Do you think he'll let us leave?
2: No, but why don't we just play along so we could find a way to effectively do something? I mean, where can we go? We can't go anywhere. If we try and run, they'll just... I mean, they're powerful companies. They could just put out false reports on us and have us picked up by the the militia. And it, it is a... Uh, Martial law, yeah. they can just shoot us and nothing, nobody would bat an eye.
1: Hmm. You know, between a full wilderness and its various shadowy corporate relations, they can make our lives utterly miserable without shooting us exactly. Can do worse than shoot us. There, Although yeah, there like there your heart silence the but there are worse fates. I don't want to go back to Jenny's cave or a place like it. I don't want to be a lab subject for the next Don Biasom experiment but I don't feel like we can go in armed because we went in armed against the Reverend.
2: Anything is better than nothing at this point. And you're right. They 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 could just blame us for, for all this travesty that happened, not the earthquake, but the, the lab exploding, just a couple signatures on a few pieces of paper put in the right hands. We're the ones that blew up that, that last, uh, Test compound where the electricity was doing whatever.
3: Oh, I don't talk about electricity. Oh,
2: sorry. Yeah. All right. Wow. I'm gonna see if in the when we get to the vehicles, if there, if there's a road flare with a striking cap. Yes. Stick that into my bag.
0: There is a complete uh, car repair. It's a good car.
2: A fairly yeah. new car. Mm-hmm. And there's two cars, so there should be two jacks. And I'm not strong, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't even swing the jack. That's why I figured if I could light the flare on fire and burn somebody.
5: Yeah. yeah. Un- unfortunately, Jade, while I admire your, your determination here, The the issue is, I think Desmond brought up a very good point. You know, we don't. If he's been indoctrinated into all of this, and he's with other people that have, I mean, they're gonna have they're gonna be swinging with more than the endurance chant even.
2: Well, and if, if
5: your if your plan is to go along all happy and nice, and they discover that we brought a bunch of weapons, and that kind of undermines your plan. We need we need one method here. Are are we going to try to well, play nice, get along, and then escape? Try to escape when we can, well, or are we just gonna try to fight our way out if things go wrong? Because the thing is, is, yeah, if things go wrong, we fight our way out. When then everything Jade said is still in play.
3: Yeah, but we're going in first, but we could go in playing nice. I mean, I, I'm up for playing nice with them. And Jade
5: and does so. When when would the other group join us? How would we let them know?
6: Right,
3: think about uh, I, it. I got these walkie-talkies if we think it's safe i'll just key the mic
2: i mean i see what evans is getting on i think she's saying like what's our end goal here i i don't know for me i can't say because i don't know all we could do is go in and see what the situation is and then try and adapt accordingly i mean yeah. Like, what is everybody's vote? Like, what do you think we should ultimately do? If
5: if Heather and I go in first, just the two of us, and we try to figure out what's going on, or just two of us go, and we find out whether, whether or not it's safe, if something does happen, it goes horribly wrong, then the other three are, the majority of us are fine. And if it turns out that... We were just helpfully paranoid here. Then we just do what Heather says. We give the okay signal because if they are on our side, they're not going to be, you know.
4: We'll be upset. They, they, would, really... they would
5: let us. Yeah, they would let us bring the rest of you. Yeah.
4: They would also, caution. also having some means of defending ourselves isn't going to appear overtly suspicious. Look outside; it's two degrees away from being a war zone.
2: I agree.
5: Right. Are so you ever,
0: going? I'm sorry.
5: I was going to say, if we're going to go through the effort of trying to find something to defend ourselves, we should try a little harder than just road flares and tire irons.
4: If there's a if there's a refugee camp on the way there, I would like to trade for some uh, MREs. Well at the uh camp and we need to and we need to keep a lookout for vinegar.
3: Yeah, at the camp they've got field kitchens going and on. And bottles. Yeah. So Oh, you and your bottles.
2: <laughs> what what time of day is it?
0: It's uh, approaching uh let's say six thirty.
2: Right. Seven o'clock is a, that that's okay. my point. Not All only right. that, what time is sundown? Because
0: Oh, it's still still the end of summer. It stays light pretty well. Okay. But there is an eight o'clock curfew.
2: Mm. That's what, okay, I knew there was something at a certain time. I thought it was sundown.
0: Um, Are you going to be going there together and then just the two of you going in first? Is that what you're going to do? I think that they're going to, we're going to drive
1: around. This is my suggestion. We drive around together keeping an eye on things, maybe talking on the walkie-talkie, and then you'll pull in alone and explain that we're on our way. And we will be.
2: Sounds good. Right. I wonder if you... Uh, maybe well, what, if, rope- what, if we, what if we do this?
5: We take, once right before we go in, we take a bit of tape and we just tape our walkie-talkie down so you guys can just listen.
2: That's what I was going to say. Put a rubber band or something around it. That's exactly what I was getting at.
4: But then we would, well,
5: if you have yeah. to have to, to respond. To somebody, if, something yeah. going, if something goes horribly wrong, your responses are going to help us in any way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, if uh, something All goes right. wrong, if something goes wrong, I'll say I will say I love it. <laughs> that, okay. that's, that's the clue. That's the cue.
2: Perfect. Now we're going to at least semi-plan here.
4: 're during right.
2: the late, so we got time
4: we don't have much yeah time. and if I'm going to go play if I'm gonna go play merchant caravan for a little bit we need to go now yeah um, I'm going to grab some of the some of the black dragon food so I yeah. have something to trade with
2: take these two
4: all right yep
0: one vehicle or two vehicles then all right Two. Two. So you'll park one vehicle and the other vehicle will keep moving.
6: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: All right. So this is in fact, what you do. Um, uh, what was it that you wanted to, to trade for?
4: Uh, MREs specifically with uh, heating packs. Okay. You know, warm food for warm food.
0: Right. Um, I would I'm keeping say a look that,
4: out for I'm keeping a lookout for vinegar as well. But water can make do in a pinch.
0: Okay, I would say that the MRIs... Not MRIs. Um, <laughs> Shh, spoilers. Uh, the, the, they're the whole body's collapsed, but we
5: have this giant machine to
0: drain. <laughs> need a magnet? Uh, well, it's an attractive machine. Um, sorry uh i'm gonna just say that that's not that hard to find all right vinegar is hard to find because t- it could be in anybody's tent of a thousand mm-hmm. people yeah would tabasco
3: work yeah because i i've ate plenty of MREs. so there's
4: tabasco in every one.
0: Oh, okay <laughs> all you right probably
4: know where, you probably know where i'm going with this mm-hmm. all right <laughs>
0: So you drive around, and you get onto, what is it, Brandywine Street, and you realize that the building that you're approaching, amongst all the other buildings, is a a food kitchen for the homeless. Um, And there is a line of people out the door and down the street quite a ways, Of people going in there to receive food a lot of them look rather you know well everybody kind of looks like that right now because nobody has fresh clothes Um, but it looks uh, I'm sorry the whole building is
1: the whole building is a social services building it
0: it, it looks like it yeah now the the front end of it is the restaurant there's an alleyway behind it And are there room but, numbers on the front as we go past? Because we're supposed to meet at the rear, so. Um, well, you get the impression, because there's not really a, a back entrance, there's a door going into the alley where they throw trash, that he might mean for you to go inside and go to the back of the building, not necessarily to go around to the back of the building from the outside. Um and it's, it's obviously busy. Um, so Margaret and Heather, when you get out, you park the car and you get out, you go inside. Um, well, first of all, you have a choice. You can either wait in line, but it's going to be a while. Or you can just go inside because you're supposed to be there. I, I assume should. you're going go, go Yeah, inside.
3: I'm just, just going to go
6: inside.
0: All right. And you can see that there are a number of tables. There is a young fellow, looks like he's maybe in his mid-20s, red hair behind the counter, um, serving sandwiches, uh, you know, putting together potato salad and stuff like that. Uh, And there's various people sitting at tables eating. Um, You can see that there is a hallway leading down, you know, at the back. And there's a a men's room and a women's room, but there is, there is a room that goes all the way to the back.
3: Okay. Um, I'm just going to act like I'm, I'm supposed to be there kind of like I own the place and start going down the hallway It' narrating. So these guys, if they're listening in, like going, Hey, uh, Margaret, let's go down that hallway there. That's where we're supposed
0: to go. Yep. All right. Cause you have the, the microphone coming. Okay. Yep. Um, you get down to the end of the hallway, and on the right-hand side, there's a door, and you can see that it's cracked open a little bit. Do you open it? Yeah, I push it. Yeah. You. you push it open, and uh, you see Mr. Glansandi sitting behind a small desk, uh, which is a little too small for him, um, but he's got a notebook in front of him, which he's he's writing, in, and he looks up when he sees you and says, ah! You've, you've made it. Come, come, come quickly. So it's this, wonderful to see you. I thought that this was perhaps the most covert place for us to uh, to meet. Um, please, please have a seat. Um, did you enjoy the meal that I had sent for you? And where, where are your friends?
5: Uh, they're they're on their way. Uh, what, what meal did you send? We think there I, might have been a mix-up.
0: I sent you a a meeting, a a meal from the Comorant. It's not too far from here. It's actually quite good.
5: Uh, Yeah, when we we got down there, there was only some Chinese food. So
0: Chinese food, no. Uh, uh, There's a great many uh, self, uh, selfish people in the world. It seems.
3: Yes. Yes.
0: Well, have a seat, we'll wait until your friends get here, but <sighs> what are the things I have to tell you? I think that we may have finally gotten to the heart of the matter, at least perhaps the most dangerous part of the matter for us most,
3: all. Most dangerous, worse Worse than Toronto?
0: It's, it's difficult to piece together exactly what took place in Toronto but yes, this could be far worse for all of humanity. Oh. But I, I'd, I'd rather speak. I, I'm actually quite uh, busy at the moment. I uh, have set up a number of various meetings. Um, you're you're not the only ones involved any longer. This has become quite uh, quite widespread, far more dis- diverse than uh, than it had originally started with the conspiracy that you seem to have discovered
5: hmm. well, that makes me very nervous that the the scale is so much bigger
0: well you're only involved now in part of it uh, but uh, but uh, it's a, a very important part of it
2: now in the car I want to look at Desmond and be like see I, I was pretty sure that's why he met what do you think
1: I think he's not going to show his hand until we get there, so we might as well go in.
2: I agree. Just, just be on point. And I've got,
4: I've got all my bottles fixed up here, so.
2: What do you got there?
4: Um. Well, it's uh. It's not a portable gas leak. Desmond will know what I'm talking about, but. It'll uh. It'll give someone a nasty headache, and. If we need to run, it'll give us a little bit of space. But
1: yeah, any need, yeah. I need volatile
4: um, if I, See this, see this rip cord on the on the back here. I've got it. I've got all the bottles in the backpack. Okay. This little strip of cloth. Yeah. yeah. I didn't need that shirt, anyways. But yeah, just rip that, and toss it.
2: All right. I I, I want to hope. With everything I got, that he's on our side because nobody is. So let's let's just. would be nice. It. All right. I'm kind of fond and of it. the big guy. He's and we had an, you know.
0: So you you see the same same situation, and uh, you head down to the end. It's oh ah, excellent. You are all here. Please come inside. It's uh. It is uh, very important that we s- maintain a level of secrecy here because yeah.
3: when they come in I pull the rubber band off of the walkie-talkie so we're not
4: being you know. back. Yeah.
0: <laughs> there are there are forces at work that uh, we have only begun to understand. And uh, your Mr. Jadick, uh, he after after the incidents that took place at Rothbisham he uh, he wanted to have me as a biological consultant. So I've taken a leave of absence from Rothfussham and come down here. Uh, he has become extremely concerned and believes that although you managed to uncover the beginnings of this conspiracy, that uh, I, I speak wrongly, they aren't the beginnings at all, that these things have been going on for some time, for years, and we are only now beginning to discover them, if only we had discovered them many years ago. Uh, but I have many things to tell you. And uh the first is as I as I was explaining to uh to Heather there, um you're not the only team involved any longer. Uh we've we've had people in Indiana uh looking into uh various things and they've they've uncovered quite a bit. Um we now have a team that is specifically uh involved in uncovering something uh very dark in the uh, American military, uh which we were unaware of. Uh that in part thanks to your your information about Miss Jennifer Armbruster. Um uh so we've we've somewhat given you a designation, if you don't mind. Your team green. I thought that appropriate, since you're an environmentalist. Uh, there is also a team brown and a team blue. And what they are doing is not really any of your concern at the moment, but I'll tell you some of the results that we have found. Uh. Oh, first of all, perhaps we should start this way. Um, the financial assets of, uh, of full wilderness are still completely intact, but you may find it difficult uh, in our present situation to find an ATM to give you any kind of money. Therefore, uh, you are, if you find one, you are authorized to draw as up to a a month's salary, which I believe for each of you is around, what, $5,000. But if you are in need and he pulls out a suitcase, the the quintessential suitcase, and opens (laughs) it up and there are wads of tens and twenties and so I must admit your full wilderness company is quite uh quite lucrative and generous with the money. Um uh, also, also, I have because I'm about to send you on somewhat of another investigation, perhaps the most important investigation so far. I have passes for you that will allow you to uh move about freely during the curfew Uh, i have one for each of you Mm -hmm. i'm not sure that you need to read that out loud you can simply uh, it's it's very standard most efficient as always
1: this is uh they're probably not passing out these uh authorizations to everybody
0: no, not everyone, but uh, under certain circumstances, you you you'll understand why. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, you will need to be able to move about freely. All right.
4: I would imagine. I would imagine it also gives us some leniency if we're caught, quote unquote, trespassing.
0: Indeed. Where do I begin? I have thought for the last uh, last day and a half how to put this into a cohesive way of explaining it to you. Let's start like this. First off, we looked into this neurogen uh, in Indiana, and it led us on quite an interesting little Path of discovery, if you will. Neurogen is a subsidiary of Law's Industries, the same as Rothmersham, the same as uh, um, Don Biosheim. Uh And Mr. Finley seems to have had a bit of uh, involvement in this as well. Uh, it would seem their original experimentation. Uh, led in one direction, while Finley went in a completely different direction. That other direction that uh, NeuroGen has been going in is human experimentation. And it would seem that approximately 15 years ago, they began experiments to genetically manipulate the human genome for what purposes, uh, not sure of all their purposes, but definitely to enhance the human mind. Uh, they were largely unsuccessful, um, but uh, most abhorrently, this had to do with children that were genetically manipulated uh, uh, before they were born. And allowed to uh, come to fruition, if it were, if if, if you will, uh, most of them were disastrous failures. Um, but one was not. Um, the only information we have on him is that his name is Alex. He is now approximately 10 years old, we believe. And he represents possibly the most dangerous living organism on this planet um, to the human race. Alex is... Alex is able, consciously or not, to manipulate people around him in such a way that they protect and care for him, uh, that they follow his desires, they supply him with whatever needs he might have, Uh, uh, even against their own natural inclinations, uh, people who would otherwise harm and molest a child will give their lives to protect him. People who will uh, have the need to feed their own children will give that food to to Alex rather than let their own children. He is especially powerful amongst the homeless and the downtrodden. Um, The reason I'm telling you this is he escaped from Neurogen many years ago, and has in fact been sequestered here in San Damiel now for some time before the earthquake occurred, and has been slowly growing a kind of homeless army, if you will. Now that this disaster has occurred, uh, he's only going to go stronger, and we believe that as he comes into his uh, puberty, that his abilities are only going to become that much stronger. Uh, we believe that already many people are being influenced. You may yourselves be having nightmares or or feeling inc- incredibly anxious or, or paranoid. Uh, it's all part of this parasitic sort of thing that, that this horrible monster of a child. I mean, he's probably seems quite nice, but... Now that brings me to another thing that ties into it. You've probably heard rumors about giant tentacled creatures... On another front, we have managed to secure certain documentation from a, I'm not sure the word for it, uh, perhaps we shall say black ops unit of a government agency. I say black because it's hidden, it's secret, it's quite covert. But um, it it has to do with an international... um, grouping of, of agencies um, that include uh, other countries, including the Soviet Union. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of the, uh, the Mohs Hold. Um, sorry, the Mohs Hole. A number of years ago, the Soviets attempted to dig a borehole uh, as far as deep as they possibly could. Uh, The United States was also attempting to do this. And from the outside, it seemed like all of their experimentation suddenly stopped. What we now believe is they made contact. It would seem that there are a race of very large beings that live near the core of our Earth. And when I say large, I mean much larger than the size of a whale. Um, If you have read Frank Herbert's Dune series, you can imagine the uh, great sandworms, something like that. These live uh, in the molten core of the earth. Uh, They are able to withstand incredible pressure and temperature and they very, very rarely come to the surface. But they also are highly intelligent, as intelligent as human beings, and they have a psychic ability, a telepathic ability. Um, We now believe that Alex is giving off uh, such psychic vibrations that it has literally attracted these Chthonians, we'll call them. I'll tell you why in a moment. Because they feel he is a threat to the planet, and they came here in an attempt to destroy him. But they have failed, obviously. They caused this earthquake to occur. Apparently they can do that in concert. They are such vast and and powerful creatures. This was an attempt to destroy Alex.
6: Hmm.
3: So, are, are, by they, are you saying.
0: The, I'm saying these the
3: giants. The or the communists?
0: The Chthonians. Oh. Uh, what I'm saying about the communists and also our own government is they have known about the Chthonians for some time now. They have, in fact, been contacted by them in the past. That's how we know so much. They're the the government is the one that dubbed them Cithonians.
4: Mm. Makes sense why they wouldn't let that get out.
0: I realize this is a lot to take in.
4: Yeah. Well, I'm still not sure. I'm still not sure that you're not BSing us about giant uh-huh. earthworms. Well, well,
5: I mean, I saw some giant crab-like monster eat our friend after not being a statue anymore, so...
0: I'm sure you have I'm sure you have questions. let me explain now what we need to do. We need to locate Alex. We know that he is somewhere in the city. We're guessing that it may be somewhere along the tenth city uh, in trash town near the waterfront uh, that's a, a huge concentration of people and we can offer you this and He uh, reaches into a small case, and he opens it up, and he presents you with something very strange. He says, this is uh, an object that we retrieved from NeuroGen uh, Industries, and apparently it is a device that gives off a signal that blocks Alex's influence. It's something that was used by the genetic scientists that were working on him. We believe that it has about a 60-foot radius and that the battery, which I've put in a new battery, should last about a week. It can be replaced if necessary. As long as one of you is wearing this and you remain within 60 feet of each other, You should be outside of Alex's influence if he attempts to influence you.
2: And other than that, he's a regular 13, 12, 13-year-old boy?
0: Well, I don't know what you mean by regular. He didn't attend school. He didn't.
2: My point being, he's not strong like Superman or just with this medallion will quell any...
0: Well, you, correct. He doesn't have superpowers other than this telepathic influence. But then again, if you were to try to get near him and attack him, he would have a hundred homeless people that would attack and kill you, rather than let you harm Alex. And the pendant only protects the individual wearing it, or in no, contact it, with it. No, it attacks. It'll it will block the signal for sixty feet in a radius. So as long as all of you are within a few feet of one another, you won't be influenced. But if we
1: slowly and casually walked up to him in a non-threatening way, it wouldn't release
0: the people who are already enslaved to him once they were within 60 feet. We're not exactly sure, we don't know. However, it also may, I mean, because it has to do with telepathy, it might also give you protection against anything the Chthonians might do. And this is some, it's not like Alex gives
1: off some pheromone, it's some sort of neural wave that we don't identify well?
0: We we don't know. Unfortunately, all records of Alex, uh, except for the few references we found, have been completely expunged. There is no record of his birth or who his parents were or, or we don't, we're not exactly sure of his age. We're guessing based on the experiments that were done previously. The government has done a very good job in covering it up. We're quite amazed that we uncovered what we did. I'm sorry, all of this sounds very dramatic. We've just survived an earthquake.
5: What do you want us to do once we find Alex?
0: Well, I want you to come back and tell us where he is. We'll... Do what's necessary after that, if we need to. I mean, I don't mean to these are times when we must suspend some of our normal ethics in order to save the planet right. It's
5: unfortunate, but
0: a very dangerous you are,
5: right.
6: Mm -hmm.
1: Do we know anything about what happened to the children who were less successful in the experiment?
0: I'm afraid to say uh, the only reference we found to them was terminated. That they were terminated. Alex himself was scheduled to be terminated but then Alex managed not to be and in fact to be released into the Outside
2: world, I bet you he's highly intelligent too. Even well,
0: I'm not. School. I'm not aware of any education that he might be. Yeah, we don't know how he was brought up, but it if was brought. He was brought up in isolation.
5: The survival yeah. instinct of of men is very strong. Especially, Humans are all or just animals. We have the areas to survive.
3: All right. So oh, you think he's hanging around Trash Town but not in Trash Town. We don't know. Don't know. All right.
0: I I think that it might not be that difficult for you to find someone who knows someone who knows someone who knows someone.
1: Do we know uh how long ago he escaped from the lab?
0: Um 4 years maybe.
1: So he might have been as young as 6 or 7. And he's been increasing his following and his power since then.
0: Um, and part of that, perhaps a couple of years, he's been here in Sandown. You know.
1: Do you? I mean, there, have, are, there any, are any idea about the heat wave?
0: No, but it's quite hot, isn't it?
1: It's absurd. Uh, even in this part of the world, it should be much cooler than it is here. And I understand it's hot pretty much everywhere. You know, but if the Chthonians don't bring warmth up from the earth's mantle or anything like that.
0: I, I don't think that they were here until just now, until the earthquake. I think they were drawn here by his psychic abilities. It's uh,
1: and we think they want to destroy him because of communications they've had with the authorities they didn't just come to worship him
0: I think they came to destroy him I think that his power is is disturbing their collective consciousness in some way they see him as a threat they came here to destroy the entire city they don't di- differentiate between individuals I imagine we're very small compared to them these uh, these last few days have become a time of bizarre events, and there were bizarre events in uh, San Daniel before all of this. Um, a religious man might uh, think that the end of days has come, um, though not everywhere, not, not yet. A religious man might admit that endings need not be simultaneous, only that they must come with inevitability. Uh, some would hear the talk that the Uh, The earthquake fault beneath the city uh, is too dangerous that Samson will not, I'm sorry, that San Damiel will not be rebuilt, that the entire area will be evacuated when homes can be prepared elsewhere. And perhaps he would say to himself, here was the high mark of the human wave, and now it rolls back, back into the darkling sea.
5: Oh, very poetic.
0: Anyways, I'm very sorry, but I really must be gone. Um, Before
4: Before you go, did you have, or were you aware of any leads on this, Alex?
0: Only that the homeless will be influenced by him, most of all. I would suggest, if it's not too much to ask, that you relocate. To Trash Town, yourselves. I believe uh, Heather was already there. Was and uh, and see if you can root him out. It might take some time.
3: Right. Okay. How how could we get a hold of you if we need to again? Because once we get into Trash Town, I mean, it, I don't know if you've been there, but it's really broken. If you, can find,
0: if you can find a phone number, I mean a telephone, <laughs> here, here is a phone number. You should be able to reach me. Or you'll reach somebody who can reach me. And uh,
5: <sighs> There's no time to lose. Mr. Oh.
0: Jadick offers his condolences on this horror. And uh, let us pray that uh, it all... And soon, as I say, when it's all over, we shall have a very good dinner together.
3: All right, hey, it's a date.
5: Of course,
0: I'll you said you said it.
5: pray. Who who are you praying
0: to? Uh-huh. I don't pray. <laughs> pray, as I believe, a word that can also mean ask. Let us ask that this all go over soon. Now, I would suggest you go out the way you came. I'm going to go out the back door. Uh, I have means of uh, getting quite away without being seen. And uh, you try to do the same, perhaps take a different route home.
4: Hmm. I hope your route doesn't involve the stewards. All right. Take care, Magnus.
0: All right, so you guys leave. Um, in, the,
4: in the car, I'm going to.
0: Not yet. Um, okay. So you go back down the hallway, and as you go down the hallway, the place is empty, except for uh, the guy behind the counter who seems to be cleaning up.
3: Uh, hey, what? where did everybody go? What time is it? Is it
0: curfew? It's, it's you know, about 30 minutes to curfew. And he's okay. like, he's like, I don't know what happened. He says, uh, people were eating, and he says, we heard some noise outside, like uh, maybe somebody screaming. And then all of a sudden, everybody got up and, and went outside, and they all moved in that direction, and suddenly the place is empty.
2: Did you, you guys hungry? Them? Did you hear them say we must help somebody? Like uh,
0: no, they just, I, I, it took me a minute to realize before they were all going.
5: Mm. Yeah, I mean, I I would love to have something. If you, if you well,
1: let's show. just take as much of that potato salad as we can shove in. You know, if you've got a gallon tub, or a few sure. of them. Sure, But we need to follow
0: that. Uh, we need to follow your clients.
4: Sure. Did you I hear the? So. Did you hear the scream?
0: I really didn't. Uh, I thought maybe it was just somebody shouting at first, but somebody said there's somebody down the street screaming, and
2: hmm.
0: everybody went.
2: Question: hmm. Have you been? Helping? Does he look homeless, or does he look like an aid worker? Uh,
0: he looks like just a guy. Yeah. I think everybody at this
2: stage is homeless. Are yeah. Are you volunteering now, or did you work at the soup kitchen?
0: I actually worked here before.
2: Do you? Weird question. I know. Yes, you probably have. But do you ever see any young homeless boys, ten, twelve, thirteen years old? Maybe? They're all
0: over the place now. Yeah.
2: Before the earthquake.
0: Oh, before? No, Irregular. they usually they usually get picked up by child protective services if they're homeless on the street and they're young.
2: Right. Yeah. We're just looking for one in particular. Sorry to bother you. Thank you very much.
0: Sure. So, uh, uh,
1: let's get let's get both vehicles running if they're still outside and intact. Uh, let's have two of us take as much food as this kid can handle can hand us
2: yeah
1: uh, and get one card car moving after the crowd let's get those walkie-talkies active because i don't want to uh, lose this group
2: now before we split up the group i want to say i know this is going to sound extremely cliche but we can just say to all the homeless people we meet take me to your leader if if there is if they consider him their leader, they might just be like, yes, he's over there.
5: Well, Jade,
2: I, uh, it sounds I, stupid
5: but no, think no, about no, I'm it. not I'm, I'm I don't think that finding Alex is going to be the difficult thing that we have to do. I hope you are all will be in agreement with me that we can't hand this kid over to them. We saw Jade's book. We read it.
2: Yeah. Can oh, yeah. you
5: imagine giving somebody like that? His, this ticket to his, this holding of humanity? Who? who it'd who? solve all of his problems. Everything that he'd want to accomplish is simple with this kid.
2: Unfortunately, he's too powerful to exist in
5: anyone's hands. Yeah. Right, that's what I'm saying. When we find this kid.
1: And you're saying this far from the counter where the fellow's spinning a potato right. salad you, you've this already gotten in. Your by car. Car.
5: Okay. Yeah, I'm just I'm just as, as he's like getting the tomato salad, I'm just leading to the counter over the counter and saying, like, hey, we're gonna go murder with this kid. Yeah, throw him off uh,
3: when we headed out to the car, was there any indication of where the crowd went? Like uh, per- discarded items or anything?
0: Um no. Um, surprisingly, there's doesn't seem to be anyone near this building at the moment. Um, you don't see a crowd down the street in either direction. Um, it's deserted what? almost right now.
5: Are there any like depressions in the ground as if a giant dune worm-esque creature?
0: <laughs> well, do a, do a
2: spot hidden for me. I'm not even gonna roll a sixty. I'm...
5: A sixty-six is a pass.
4: What about a what about a double on eight?
0: That that's good. Um, oh,
5: you, you're saying you're the one that found the worm sign first.
0: You oh yeah. <laughs> you you don't see anything like that, um, but you do notice something kind of odd, almost as if. Um, this side of the street, the curb and everything where the line of people was, it's been swept clean. There's no, if there's any trash, it just blew there while you were standing there. But other than that, it's almost like it's been swept clean.
1: Hmm. Well, there's still a fair amount of rubble everywhere. Right. So I imagine that if it's swept clean right here, we can follow a a line of relative clean. Yeah. Relative sparseness. Awesome. We have a direction to start in.
2: Now if we look down, is it like even like the concrete dust is gone too? Or is it just objects? Well
0: no, it's just there's no trash or anything. Okay. Maybe the people sort of cleaned it as they were standing in line or or something like that. Hmm.
3: Like uh, Dr. Flores said, is there any uh, obvious, cleaned, uh, litter-free path?
0: Well, go ahead and do a spot hidden.
3: A minute.
1: 25 is, I think, a hard, yeah, it's a hard success. All
0: right. I would say that, you know, you can sort of see it... Um. But it seems to be concentrated around that front area where the, the cement was and the people were were walking along or, or standing in line. Maybe somebody swept or something yeah. the area. Yeah, okay. But there's not an
1: anti-trail going down the street where the rubble parts. Uh-uh. There's not a hole.
0: No, there's no big There's hole. no particular wind right no. now. No, no particular wind.
5: I just if find you know. it odd that people were concerned about sweeping up the streets in a disaster.
1: Yeah, No, there's junk all over the place. This is this is the thing. Well, let's um, let's move slowly with our walkies on in the direction we were told that the group went. They can't have gotten far. I mean, we if we our, got there around seven and we spoke to Glansandi for a half an hour, there were dozens or scores of. So you're hanging around outside, walking around? No, we're vehicularly headed in the direction the kids said that the crowd disappeared.
0: Okay. Um, you see it go for maybe, really not very far at all, maybe a couple of buildings, not even to the next block. And then it starts to go back to, to rubble. And there's nobody on the
1: streets. Uh, and we're getting toward curfew, but we've got passes now. Right. Uh so let's uh you know let's let's speed up a little bit. Let's speed up a little bit and see if we can see any uh you know groups of people
0: moving in one direction.
3: Are all we right. moving toward or away from Trash Town?
5: let's well, toward Trash Town but
3: we kind need- of
0: across, you know. Or trash Town is where Trash Town is where the San Dimas River is yeah. all along there. Um uh, Heather, you were in Trash Town, so maybe, I don't know if you can tell the guys something about it. Do you have the,
3: yeah, uh, <laughs> uh well, um, you know, what I'd learned was that Trash Town used to be almost like a, um, you know, place where they, they would slot the slaughterhouses, you know, kind of the, uh, the district where they would, the working class work, gins, brothels. Another corporation unfortunately came in and they uh, bought up all the areas. It's about sixty blocks, so a large area and they, they bulldozed the whole place and they were gonna build up they're trying to refurbish it, build high rises and apartments, but you know, they never got everything uh, approved and they the guys that had an office lost. Well, Trash town now, you know, obviously that's where Tent City's been built up. They've got it kind of locked down. You got to get in. They're serving food and all. Uh, they're not giving out food to anyone that's not registered. So you have to register to to be there. If not, you're considered a visitor and you don't get to eat. And that people are starting to, a uh, little tribalism starting to set in. Uh, they're kind of kind of con- congregating around, you know, well, if I was upper class before, I'm going to hang out with the upper class after that. So.
0: So it's uh, it's, it's more organized in the, the city, the little tent cities that you've been in so far. Yeah. Uh, but it's also the probably the largest one in San Daniel. Well, quite honestly, the largest one. And is it
1: I- walking distance from here? Uh,
0: No, it's driving. So I wouldn't think a lot
1: of people who were at this soup kitchen would have left that area.
0: No. So we're following
1: a pack of, you know, we don't need to go near Trash City. We just need to go where the kid pointed because those are probably different populations.
5: Now let's make sure that we all got in the same car at this point, right? I think that staying close enough Together yeah. to stay within the protective aura or whatever of this necklace. Oh yeah. It's...
1: We should drive bumper to bumper. And you're wearing the necklace, Margaret?
5: Yeah, I think it matches my eyes a little bit. It's beautiful.
0: Um all right. All right. So you're driving on the regular boat. The sun is starting to set. Um, dusk is is setting in Um, who's in the car in front
3: Margaret and I
0: okay who's driving I will be okay Margaret's driving Uh, Margaret uh, you and Heather uh, and and, uh, the other car is driving close behind Uh, who's driving that car
1: I'm going to drive that one because Jonathan should keep his backpack light in case of a sudden event. Okay. And Jade
0: says she's still feeling shaky. Um. You, there's a a, a sort of a there's a, a freeway exchange up ahead of you, and uh, you go under the underpass, and it's kind of a long underpass. And Margaret, do a drive roll. oh no
3: margaret got scared
0: margaret's muted so we don't know what she's saying
3: i think she's frozen
0: i don't see her frozen just she's just nodding her head can you hear us margaret oh one second that's true terror yeah she's talking to herself folks
3: I'll reach over and grab them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How's your drive skill, Jonathan? Uh,
4: reasonable. Not great, but reasonable.
1: Probably better than mine. Oh well.
4: Okay, so uh, I'm not back. likely to be not
1: likely right. to be better than yours. So. Um, I, I
5: froze. Sorry, I, I, I could hear you, but I couldn't like unmute myself. I rolled uh, a ninety six. <laughs> <okay.
0: laughs> yeah, all right. You I were roll- joking
5: about terror, but there's a little bit of terror. You, you know?
0: roll a ninety six. Um, as you are about halfway under the underpass, okay. So you've already been in the underpass, and you're coming to the end of the underpass. Um, a telephone pole. Uh, that has been lying on its side, on the side of the road, comes suddenly rolling down in front of your car, and you swerve, uh, but it hits the front end of your car and stops you dead. Uh, Desmond, do a uh, roll. I rolled a 99. Ah, excellent. (laughs) So... She suddenly swerves and slams on her brakes and hits the telephone pole, and you run into the back end of her, okay? So you both crash, and uh, everybody else in Desmond's car do a spot hidden.
4: Of course, I get a good spot hidden roll when it's already made.
2: 28 out of 45,
0: just shy of a heart. Jay just happens to look out the back window, and as she does, she sees another telephone pole come running down uh, to block the road behind you. Uh, It's kind of dark underneath the uh, underpass, and you suddenly start to notice people um, coming out of the shadows uh, all, all the way around you, from both sides of the underpass. And they're walking um, sort of casually, not zombie slow, but like regular people. They're all dressed in, looks like, rags and, and clothes. You know, it's, it's disaster. And they're all chanting something. Um, everybody do a listen roll.
5: Ninety-eight. I am a little distracted right now by this airbag. That's
2: ninety-six. Hard, hard success.
0: If you failed utterly, (laughs) what it sounds like they're saying is Iraq, 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 Iraq. Okay, Uh, who just got a regular pass? No. Okay, but you passed pretty well at first what you think they're saying is New York, New York but then you realize what they're saying is awake, 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 awake and they're all moving towards your vehicles holding their hands like this with something shining in their hands and as you as they they, they don't look like they're Uh, going to attack, but as they come up to your car, they start to move around your car, and you can see in their hands that they have forks, and as they're walking, they're scratching your car with their forks as they're going, and they're going, awake, 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 and a couple of them climb up onto the hood of your car and start to scratch the paint on your car, what do you do?
5: and my car drive still
0: uh, well you 're kind of pinned against the one thing and they 're pinned against the back of you and you've got a you 've got a log in front of you and they 've got a log behind them. We
1: tend to have been given suVs i don 't know if we specified what the vehicles were in the circumstance, but uh, if you can get if you can turn a little bit and get one wheel up over.
2: Push them. Push
1: uh, yeah, and I think if we move, then they're gonna have a hard time staying in the hood.
5: Well, I'm gonna start pressing on the gas and trying okay. to.
4: What direction to do you want? What direction do you want to hole?
3: Any way that we can get the fuck out of here? So behind you. Let's go backwards. We know that
4: place was safe.
0: Now I want no, to there's add- a, there's oh, a
4: telephone pole behind us too. Can you get over the telephone pole in front of you? Yeah, uh,
3: she's revving the engine. We're...
0: <laughs> um, so far, they've done nothing to attack you.
5: Mm-hmm. All right, well, gonna start they, laying...
0: they seem to be very systematically trying to scrape the paint on your car.
5: I'm going to start honking my horn. Maybe it will attract the National Guard.
0: It, start, it startles them. I mean, they jump when you do it. And if you try revving your engine and moving the car... They they try to uh, avoid being hit or accident. They don't seem to be in a trance, but they continue yeah, to say, "Awake, awake, awake," and they keep scratching your car.
5: Yeah, so I'm 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 continuously honking, and I'm just gonna go on, on the walkie. It's like start honking, maybe the national guard will come.
1: Yeah, I like the honking too, uh, Jonathan. Um, if, let's see if we can f- tell tell uh, Margaret. Let's try to fishtail away from each other so we have some space to move. Uh, Jade, do you want to look uh, if you reach behind you in the back? There, might, you might be able to get the flare out of the car kit. I wouldn't strike it until we're really I, stuck. But
2: I I went into that meeting with a flare in my pocket. Okay. I wish, we, I wish I would have done what I thought of and had a little siphon off a little gas, but I thought I was being paranoid. Uh, All right.
3: Um, I, I crack the window just a bit and go, what do you want to awake?
0: Um, <laughs> you crack the window. One of them puts, <laughs> puts his face right up against the win- window, and he says, awake, awake, awake. Awake from your delusions! Awake, awake! And he scratches the uh, the rearview mirror with his.
5: Hey, we. Horn. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. As I'm like, we know all about Alex. We just let us go.
0: They. Uh, they just continue to say awake and scratch your car. And. Uh, and then. Uh, well, what are you gonna do?
3: I'm going to spray him with mace.
0: All right. You're going to spray it right out the...
3: Yep. With his All mouth right. right up there. <laughs> do
0: a... Do a luck roll. Oh,
3: gosh. Oh, zero nine.
0: Okay. You managed to spray the mace through the crack in the window without getting it inside <laughs> the car. <laughs> um uh and they react they ah like this and a lot of them sort of back up and, and run back a little bit and um you hear one of them say come on come on like this and they all start to disperse and in a few minutes they're all gone but your car is still trapped in there with the uh, logs
4: jesus what kind of so what kind of poles are these
0: they're big old telephone poles.
4: Okay, so But they're
0: and underneath diameter. an overpass, so they're not wooden. They're probably No, they're wooden. They're probably what about that big around? I don't know how big a wood And
4: they'll get narrower at the top.
0: A little right. bit, yeah. You um, you um, might be able to I don't know. Um, are The Wires aren't live, are they? No, no. These oh. are just were just lying on the side. They don't work, didn't have uh okay. anything on them. All right. um. So I'm thinking
1: about, you know, mountain, snow, uh, sort of driving, where if we, since we're bumped up with obstacles, if we could pull ourselves sideways, we won't be pushing against each other. And we can try at an angle to get over a thin part. I don't know how we're going to move one if we get out. So I want
0: to get over if we can.
4: Yeah, that's why I told Heather to crank the wheel to the right.
0: Um, to an idea, roll. Thirteen. Um, I mean, effort. they might ro- they they did roll down. Maybe they could. You could just roll them out of the
2: um, out of the
0: way. It might take some some collective effort and some levers. There's there's debris all over all the right. place. Yeah,
2: if there's any type of chain in the truck too, we could just wrap one end around it, put it on uh, the bumper, and pull.
0: Well, except that you're in between them, so.
2: Oh, Where do yeah. you pull? You're right. But
0: but you probably would have enough strength to at least roll the front one out of the way. Yeah, the front All one, right. or the back
1: one, which are we want to take.
5: Uh,
3: one.
4: backwards. Front one. Front. Front yeah. one. Let's keep let's keep moving forward. Go on, Dr. Leeds. Let's get it. Yep. All right. Uh, I'm gonna get out.
1: Yeah, and,
4: and I'm gonna hand my. I'm going to hand my backpack to Margaret as I walk by the car.
1: For emergency use. And uh, if Jade wants to get on top of one of the vehicles with the flare, then between Jonathan and Heather and I, we should be able to lean against the vehicle and and put our legs against this
2: thing and roll it, right? We have a couple flares, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. One in each, I think, at least. I could light one so we have some light Mm -hmm. at least. I'll, um, Whatever. We'll oh I got clear.
3: headlights I mean
2: when
0: right. head... you yeah, when you light the flare you can see that written on in graffiti on the underside of the past is the word awake with with exclamation points okay.
2: this is something out of a Stephen King novel
0: this
1: is how we're not going to
0: travel in the future
2: uh, I'm overpasses. gonna say that with
0: I'm going to say that with a half an hour's efforts, uh, you manage to move the one in front so that you can get out and continue on your way. Okay. On the vehicle, are there words or are there just gouges? You can't really see in the dark very well. I suppose if you you use the flare and look close, yes. You can see that in addition to tons and tons of little three and four scratch marks, there are the letters B-O-F. Scratched into your car,
1: Peter Tate. That's the yeah.
0: same thing
5: that was scratched into his car. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker.
0: In fact, his car was scratched up in exactly the same way.
4: So there <sighs> is one mystery solved. And yeah, When they finally, know. when they ran off, uh,
3: they kind of dispersed. They didn't like go all to one locate one direction.
0: Well, you don't know because you're in that sort of V area. Right, they all exactly. they all just went. All
3: right, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Hmm.
0: All
3: right, Look, we'll what up. is this? What get if Peter Tate was? As,
5: what if Peter Tate was associated with Alex?
3: Maybe he just—he's not dead. He just went with
5: him, possibly. Or the man that approached him at the farm with this calling card—the hangman, maybe.
4: Also, when it, where Alex is concerned, if any of us get caught outside of 60 feet, we could easily be the most dangerous thing to the group, because we know our intentions.
2: But you know what? That goes against, not, not what you're saying, but what I was thinking, If if... His uh, effect wouldn't work in that sixty-foot barrier. Obviously, it just did. So we can't even rely on it. Might protect us from from Alex, but his minions obviously were unaffected.
1: We don't know that this is Alex.
2: A, a, army of homeless people scratching up our car. I mean, I it might not be, but. I don't know what else right, but we... what would
5: Alex be wanting to awake, Jade?
1: Well, they might believe that they're experiencing some reality that we're not. I guess we we're saying this over walkie-talkie as we drive toward Trashtown.
2: Oh, we could have had the discussion while we were moving along, even. So did you
0: want to best. get did you want to get your stuff from the Morpheus though?
2: Right. Yeah, we we can't just drive up to homeless town with two. Well, now they're shitty SUVs, but still they're SUVs. Well, and,
0: and it's also marked. it's also past curfew. Now you can get around and but coming up there in cars past curfew would tell them that you're not just homeless people. Right. Yeah. No, I think yeah. we have to go back to the
1: Morpheus for the night, and, and, if, and yeah. probably sleep in shifts.
2: Yep. Because even if also, we walk.
4: So, with the Morpheists, the the stolen food might not necessarily be just just emplo- uh, employees getting tired of Chinese food. if they're if they're truly you know sacrificing everything for the benefit of a- Alex, if nice food comes along, there's a possibility as well.
1: Yeah, I don't trust the Morpheus at all. I, I don't think we're gonna, I, yeah, I think we're to sleep in shifts. Well, it's hard uh,
5: to, I don't want to give into that much paranoia, Dr. Liege. We we need to work, we need to fight, figure out what exactly Alex's current sphere of influence is. We don't know how far it extends. And if we if we jump too quickly to the conclusion that every single person, no matter where they are in San Damiel is under his influence, then we're gonna have a very hard time.
1: Oh, I'm not assuming that Morpheus has anything to do with Alex either. I'm not sure that the FOB are. They're more likely to be than the Hotel Morpheus, but the Hotel Morpheus is trying to give us us human flesh to eat. Uh, I mean, before the earthquake, it wasn't exactly above board, and now it seems downright sinister. I wouldn't trust, you know, using the phones if the phones worked. I wouldn't hand them my mail. I wouldn't expect, I wouldn't be wouldn't trust they weren't gonna come up with knives between their teeth just because of something else. The world's gone mad, you see.
4: Speaking of, keep an eye out for outfitters, hardware stores, sporting goods stores that look relatively untouched. Yeah, we're gonna- Because we read... have permission slips.
5: And we also need to ask around i mean if people i mean if these tentacle rumors haven't come around, I'm sure somebody somewhere has had a experience similar to ours. maybe there is something about this awake cult or something or people I, chasing people with forks or something. i
1: assume in the in the light of the headlights as we were moving the cars around the inscriptions weren't from tonight, right? It wasn't a bunch of people with forks just carving it into the soot. It was spray paint and layers and... Yeah,
0: mostly, yeah.
1: Awake underpass for a little while in some way or other. Yeah. And of course, Peter Tate's vehicle was found as, you know, out in the country next to a cliff and clean open air.
5: What was found yeah. next to the ocean? Yeah.
0: Well, it was found in the Palisades, which is a rich, a rich part of town. the time. Uh, no, with the with the telephone poles and everything, they'd obviously planned to trap. Probably one that they use more than once. Mm-hmm.
4: Were there any other vehicles near the... No. Hmm. hmm. To...
1: Would you
0: say there were 100 of them that we could see between the two of us? It's hard to see in the dark, but yeah, it could be 50 to 100 of them. The only ones that could get up to your car, what's that? A half a dozen or a dozen people that could.
1: Right, a half a dozen each or a little bit more. I'm glad, The uh, nice work on the mace there, Heather. Let's get some more of that too, maybe some bear
4: spray. Yeah.
1: But yeah, I'm all for, let's uh, have a, a, a restless night at the Morpheus and then getting out of town to buy some necessary equipment. I mean, nothing nothing in San Daniel is going to sell us a shotgun or a rifle or mace or flares or anything, I don't think. We're going to have to get to a suburb that wasn't flattened. Does that seem right?
2: Yeah, and we're probably going to need non-lethal weaponry because if they are being controlled and we wind up throwing a gas bomb on them, we're going to kill, and I'm not even saying the innocent people, I'm just saying it's going to come back that we... Uh, you know, if we mace a group of people, it's one thing, but if we threw gas bombs on them, it's a completely different world of consequences.
5: Right. Consequences, I mean, I understand what you're saying. So, I mean, perhaps we don't, you know, throw Molotov cocktails on everybody, but I mean, these if these people are so dedicated to Alex or whatever other nonsense they're mixed up and you really think that they're going to go track flag down somebody in the National Guard and yeah. try to find us in all of this mess? I mean, well, if we fire a revolver twice into a crowd and that disperses them, then there you go.
1: I liken it more to a hive of bees. Uh, if you piss off a bee, she might sting you and she dies in the process. If you approach the queen and they think they're threatened, they will all try to kill you. Um, And if these individuals are so controlled that they would starve their own children to feed him, then I think that, yeah, I think that non-lethal and subtle approaches are probably.
4: Also, dying bees release pheromones that increase the aggression of other bees. Same with wasps. Uh, I I doubt we'll run into that.
1: So, how how do the staff at the Morpheus re- receive us? Indifferently. And we're parking. I guess that we were counting on the National Guard to keep our vehicles safe at night from.
0: Right. I Did mean, as happen? safe as they can be, you know. We didn't have to run into any yeah.
1: uh, guards on the way back to the Morpheus. Um,
0: I'm sure you would have seen some. Here there. But uh, our passes are welcome? Uh, yes, yes. You are stopped rather um, abruptly, but uh, as soon as you show the pass, uh, they, they look at it rather intensely and then they, all right, yeah, everything's in order. Dr. Looks U. like they might also have a list that shows um, issued. There's, I didn't know if there was a serial number on it. Let's see there was a serial number or something on the on the pass.
2: Dr. Leach, we might not be able to get um, tear gas or anything, but I'm sure the whole motel probably has bleach and ammonia lying around somewhere.
4: Yep, we can especially, make our own.
2: Especially a sleaze bag motel like this with all the in-and-out traffic, I'm sure they just throw bleach on the floor and call it a day. <laughs>
0: All right. So you go back to the Hotel Morpheus and you said you were going to sleep in shifts. Um, That's my
1: preference unless somebody objects.
0: All right. Um, and we have to
1: make sure that all of our rooms are within a 60-foot radius, although I don't think Alex is coming here for us.
0: So who's going to take the first shift? Who's going to take the second shift?
5: I'll take the first.
1: I'll take the second. I'll take the, oh, go ahead, if you want. Are you still feeling wobbly? Maybe you should get up early. I'll take the third. That's like the hardest time to get up after four hours.
2: I'll take the the last one.
0: Okay. So if you are asleep during the first shift, um, do a power roll.
5: 27 is a hard success.
0: 16
1: is also hard.
2: 46 out of 50, just a basic. Okay. Fail.
0: Um, so the three of you who passed you that uneventful sleep. Um, Dr. Liege, as you're trying to fall asleep, you keep thinking about all of the things all of these details of all of these cases that you've had just in the last month and a half or two months and you begin to have very strange dreams you you dream about tarot cards and there's there's somebody in the shadows who keeps laying down tarot cards but when you look at the tarot cards they're blank there's nothing on them at all and the person sitting across from you whose hands are coming out of the shadows and, and lay it down lay them down in front of you says don't you remember me and he starts laughing and you wake up in absolute sheer terror, sweating like, like profusely, and you don't really even know why you were so terrified that moment. All right. So, who's sleeping during? The, well, who's left? <laughs> who's sleeping? Who's
3: left? Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know what I
0: mean. All right. So, when you go to sleep, do a power roll
5: fail
0: normal success for round two all right
5: so i'm watching this round so
0: so once again if you said if you're successful you you have an eventful sleep uh heather um you're in a room and uh there are no windows in this room there's just a door And you're not sure where the light source is in the room. The light seems to simply be coming from nowhere. And yet you can see in the room. Um, The door is very plain. And as you're staring at the door, you realize that the door is not perfectly square. It's... It's a little off-kilter, and you shift your head to the side to see if you can get at the right angle, and you realize that, that that just sort of makes it worse, and you find yourself moving back and forth trying to, is the door off? Is it, is it really crooked? It makes you almost want to start measuring it and, and seeing if there's something wrong with the door. And then the door opens. And what comes through the other side of the door is a tarantula the size of a cow. And you wake up suddenly screaming um, and uh, sweating profusely. And you realize that the air conditioner in your room is not working and your room is very hot for this time of evening. Other than that, you all get up in the morning, and those of you who had bad dreams are a little less rested than the others.
1: But there were no external intrusions that anybody who was awake during the night noticed. No. Weird footsteps in the hall or doors rattling. Didn't seem like it. All right. Well, I'm. um, I'm sorry if I made everybody uh, sleep poorly for no reason. That's two in a row for paranoia, and I let us go into the underpass. So
4: yeah, All right. All right. fine. I'm gonna find me some coffee. Yeah,
3: I'm gonna find a phone book. Okay, gonna look in the business section. For any businesses that use the initial B O F,
0: uh, there are
1: none. F O B. Friends of Ballex. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, if there's a if there's a county phone book, I'm going to be looking for, again, um, home supply places that might be in rural areas that survived that we might be able to drive to.
0: Well, getting, getting out of the city is still nearly impossible. Um, you're, you're able to move on just the roads that have been cleared towards the center of the city. Um, other than that, if you, th- there, there is at least one road leading out of San Damiel. However, it's 300 miles to Los Angeles, and uh, it's desert, so there's not much down there, maybe, but you don't see anything offhand. There are a few places though that are supplying uh, if people need things, but it's mostly, you know, basics. Yeah. All right. So we're cash cows.
1: We, we want to look cash. for something. We want to look for something between. We want to look for something. This is what I'm thinking. I hope you've got. We've got some coffee at this point. Yeah. I think it's our last day, or we had our last night at the Morpheus. I want to figure out how we can stay safely at night in or near Trash Town, Heather? You didn't see any places that were actually renting rooms, right? It's just a tent city.
3: Right. Yeah, it was just tent city.
1: Uh, and Trash Town is on the river, not the shore.
0: It's 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 along the river, It's oh, no, sixty river. blocks along the riverfront.
1: You'd think there'd be some hotels or motels on the riverfront. But maybe we have to figure that out later.
0: Well, once again, they were going to build all of that, and therefore, yeah, they They,
3: they raised the whole
2: area. Right,
3: right, right. So it's Desmond, mostly vacant
0: lots.
2: Desmond, with tragedy comes a thriving black market. There has to be gangbangers and people out there hustling. I don't know if any of us could pass. Uh, you know, you know what? If they see green and not a lot of it, but enough green, we could get whatever. We might get robbed once or twice, but there's five of us to try.
1: Jade, I think you spent too much time with Ethan.
2: No, I mean it's just common, common commerce. Yeah.
0: I well, think actually, I um, actually uh, Heather would back up a lot of that. Um, yeah. She was she was in there a couple of of days. And people sell stuff. People steal stuff. People walk around with their stuff in shopping carts. Uh, guarding it so that other people don't get, go into their tent when they're not there and take their stuff. Um,
2: I go to festivals all summer long. It's my way to blow off steam <laughs> in between. And festivals are their own microcosm, and you could get whatever you want there. Like I said, Nine Inch Nails last summer.
0: Well, on the uh, drug, the drug trade is booming, of course. People yeah. are de- depressed and upset and want drugs. And
5: but I mean, I'd be surprised if anybody at this stage would be willing to hand us over firearms. Hmm. Well, I'm wondering if I could
4: aerosolize narcotics.
1: And you, Dr. Liege, have spent too much time with you, Dr. Liege. Yeah. I think, a, I think we're all turning into too versions much, of ourselves.
5: Too much time with Dr. Doctor Liege's put Dr. Liege under the microscope.
4: You know You say that, but when it comes time to unveil Dr. Leesha's spicy mojito, as I gesture to the the backpack. Hmm.
1: I just want to be upwind. So, all right, we're packing up, we're drinking coffee, we're driving close to each other, showing our passes, and we're going to load up with what we can outside of trash town and then find a place to hole up, right?
4: Yep. Yeah. Are there now, any uh, are there any stores that are that haven't that look like they haven't been ransacked too thoroughly?
0: Well, yeah. I mean there's there's a few that are that that have, you know, they've the 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 owner has hired a guard to make sure nobody loots. Um, what do you need? Do a luck roll.
4: Should I should I make
0: a uh, Well tell a me what you're list. going for first? You say bazooka. <laughs>
4: <laughs> no, no. I'm a lot more subtle than that.
0: A mini well, bazooka. Actually. <laughs> I... A bazooki.
4: A 47
1: Thinking that a place like a head shop would would be underprotected and have a lot of useful things like mace canisters in it and.
0: Why would a head shop have mace? Because they sell stuff for. They sell switchblades
1: too, and little pipes, and like. They sell stuff that. Paraphernalia, yeah. Even knives and.
2: But, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. Really just
1: weird. Real switch blades and FH, fake fake switch blades and
0: okay. most of that stuff's probably been appropriated by people selling it in the black market on the street. Yeah. Stuff like that. Um so what were you going for, Dr. Leash?
4: Um uh, so I want a good night I want a good nitrogen compound. Uh fertilizer is a usual usually a good one for that. Um
0: well we'll see there's not much use at the moment for uh for home those kind of home supplies, but they've mm-hmm. got them. Obviously they had them stacked up at the Home Depot or the, the Lowe's. Yeah. Um yeah, that shouldn't be that hard to get.
4: Um matches?
0: Uh, yeah, you can get matches.
4: Um, look for look for paint that uses methanol as a solvent.
0: Okay, luck roll on that one.
2: Maybe we don't need to list all the ingredients right now, too. You know what I mean?
4: Yeah, just basics like that. Uh, darn, I don't find that.
0: Okay. All they have is the one that has not ethanol.
4: This. <laughs> no i didn't want i didn't want ethanol i wanted methanol
0: oh well they have ethanol not methanol <laughs> <So> <laughs> wow
4: that's um okay that's well i, I mean it's
0: drinkable paint yes <laughs> yeah
3: support or build okay your car
0: <laughs> all right they have isopropyl paint okay um all right so mo- mostly you're gonna find whatever you
4: and do. uh
0: and you're MacGyver, Household so.
4: household cleaners, glass bottles.
0: Yeah, they've they've got things.
5: So you're trying to make bombs, Dr. Lee? My
4: No, no. I just got I'm trying to grow some tomatoes to help Tent City. Um obviously I'm buying matches to help start cooking fires. Um, Speaking
1: of uh, growing things, that paint for
4: signs, for- rubbing alcohol for disinfecting wounds. Hmm. Um,
1: the garden supply shop should have various that
4: capsaicin. Uh, household cleaners to help disinfect things, and glass bottles, obviously, for water.
0: Uh, sorry, the the home the home center must would have what, Doctor? The Plons? garden
1: center will have uh, capsaicin. Uh, because people mm. use that to spray against bugs. And given that our experience under the bridge may give me new faith in maize.
4: That's a That's a good
2: yeah, that's a good idea. You good can get I, little, can make, I can make flour. extra
4: spicy mojitos.
2: Get the little bottles to spritz the flowers with yeah. and make a capsaicin formula in it. Yeah. Mm.
1: I mean, yeah. What would don't, we don't want to be weighed down with
4: But those don't go pop.
1: No, but now and Heather's Heather's mace was great. Yeah. Um, all right, so we we fill up our SUVs, our scratched up FOB SUV, SUVs, SUVs,
3: FOB, FOB,
1: B hmm. O F,
4: B O F, yeah.
1: Oh, it's B O F, not F O B. Oh, I got it. Are you yeah, sure it's...
4: they're not P O S by now? You no. have
1: brethren of fire yeah i
4: know i oh that sounds uh, interesting sign me up
3: i've been dwelling on this since since we saw that guy's car bof i i i i was, I'm, I'm telling you i would have i would have uh, bet bet anything that it was thinly but apparently it's not
0: do a, another uh spot heading roll, all of you
6: man yes
1: Oh one.
5: I got an eight.
1: Ooh. Oh well, no one one. sorry about your though. eight. I hit it with was a waste but... Oh I'm right.
4: sorry,
5: I got a ninety three so you can all
4: just also, hey, also there's Look. a vicious there's a vicious wild dog here that I need to they need to fend off for a moment.
0: There's lots she's of vicious. Okay. She's vicious. Um, those of you who passed are, are really well past. Uh, now you realize that you had a perception of the city uh, that included all of the disaster from the earthquake. Uh, you didn't really notice things that were scratched up. But now you notice more and more that there are things that it, that shouldn't be all scratched up that are all scratched up. There's another car over there that's paint job is all damaged. There's another one. There's a, a motorcycle with that. There's, there's a, 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 a newspaper uh, dispenser on the street uh, that's all scratched up. Um, you now start to notice it everywhere that there are places, and if you look carefully enough, you got a one, you can clearly see B-O-F scratched into it. Always, it would seem, with the same sort of method. Brothers
1: of the Fork. Now
5: that, that, that's B-O-T-F.
1: These are pretty good forks, too. You know, your cheapo forks from the dollar store, they're not gonna cut into paint like this. It's like people collecting forks.
4: Yeah, it's not a, they're not plastic.
1: Hmm. So, so they're all over town. Yeah. These people are all over town and they're laying traps at night to help people wake up. I'm pretty sure I do not want to wake up with those people. Oh, then was a co-ed crowd, right? Yes. It was it was not racially or or gendered or anything.
0: No, but um I'm going to give you that it was also somewhat classless that there were definitely people in that crowd that their normal regular clothes were shorts and a t-shirt. Um but there also looked like there were people in that crowd that's normal clothes would be a business suit, except that they were in complete, you know, it was disheveled. Um, but that's the clothes they had on their back when the big disaster hit. So they right. still. so it's not like they're all poor or homeless or, or whatever, that they seem to be a much larger, broader group than what uh, of course, you're all homeless at this point. So I didn't mean to say homeless. Unlike what Glansandi
1: said about Alex's followers, the FOB can be from, seem to be from a larger socioeconomics group of strata.:
0: Right. Of course, Glenn Sandy also says that he influences people. They just seem to be more susceptible. Maybe despair or sadness. or. But now everybody in the whole city is that way.
2: Yeah, maybe the earthquake and the depression and fear help spread it quicker.
5: Yeah, Uh, I guess unfortunately for our giant worm friends, their attempts to quell the situation has only made it worse. Hmm. Typical Uh, giant earth creatures, stupid earthworm creatures.
0: All right. So you find a place, there is a kind of a a parking lot, if you will, where other people who have vehicles, most of which are also scratched badly. Um, You park your cars. Uh, There are a couple of uh, guards on duty. They're in their sort of green military uh, fatigues. Um, They have guns and they are um, sort of monitoring. there's there's not, it it looks like they're working on putting up kind of a chain link fence around the area. Uh, Maybe in some of the parts of it, there already were some chain link up, but at this point they're trying to sort of contain the area and the guards are registering people um, going in and out. If you go out, you need to register so that they know. And when you come back, you need to sign in. And if you don't have a place, which you don't, then it's a simple process to register. you. They want to know who you are, uh, where your original address was, or where you were here, or why you were staying. Um, all just for the sake of keeping track of people um, Is
5: it okay if we show them our hall pass?
6: Will they
5: yeah. Just
0: let go? yeah, no, you can show them that. Um, but uh, if you want a tent uh, that, that has to be assigned to you, um, which I assume you're going to stay there, so yeah. they'll assign you a tent. And we'll just say that they assigned you a, kind of a community tent. Um, yeah.
3: Now, when they're asking for names, are they just asking for names, or are they checking your ID? They want to
0: see your ID if oh, okay. you've got one. All
1: right. Man, Not everybody like
0: does. This, but
1: I don't like this registration thing. Uh, and did we, what have we done with our grad
4: students?
0: Um, of order.
4: I believe they're still back in the lab.
0: I hadn't really thought of that. Your grad students are staying outside of San Damiel. Well, um, I thought
1: they joined us at the Morpheus. Maybe I misremember.
0: Maybe they did, did they? Well, no. they
5: were going to try to collect them. They were um, Slakes was talking about maybe trying to get them because they were they were up still by where the lab is, whatever our lab was called. Maybe well, let's Simbotek. Yeah, yeah.
0: Let's uh, let's do this then. Either they can have come with you, or they'll stay like at the Morpheus home base.
6: Maybe yeah, I don't, I don't for the sake of
1: narrative. Since nothing bad happened at the Morpheus, and they know about the food, and that's where Slake thinks we're at, we can use them as a link.
3: Yeah, Jack. Okay. Jack loves the comfort, so he's going to stay at the Morpheus. All right. As
1: yeah. long as. How Morpheus did Jack that, bring all those tapes?
5: Yeah, and I, I can't believe that in the middle of the disaster, he somehow found a TV and a VHS player. Like freaking weirdo.
0: <laughs> now. Um, let's see. Let's see if I can do this. Um, so here's, you're given kind of a schedule. Okay. Uh Um, uh, the showers in Trash Town, uh, function from 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. Uh, the army field kitchens serve breakfast from 6.30 to 8.30 a.m. Uh, lunch occurs from 11.30 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. Dinner is from 4 to 7 p.m. Uh, for the rest of the time, the inhabitants are left to fend for themselves. Uh, public announcements drone from a speaker uh, near the latrines uh, telling people what's going on. Uh There are 48 tents uh, that have televisions in them uh, and satellite uplinks. Uh, Each tent has a different channel running. Uh, So if you want to watch something, you have to go to that particular tent. Uh, But each tent can hold up to about a 1,000 people. Okay. So uh, they're trying to placate uh people who are bored and don't have anything to do by getting them to stay put and watch TV you know um uh beyond cards chess and long conversations there's nothing other than that to do uh and it's probably going to be that way for the next couple of months uh like heather said uh, people are starting to form cliques um, People of the same religion are congregating together. People of uh, the same nationality are congregating together. Uh, and they're being very, very uh, uh, protective of their stuff. Uh, it's not likely that anything that's left in your tent with you not there will all be gone through by other people. Um, there's also, uh, you, you hear a lot of people talking. And a lot of people, there's a lot of things that you find is that, that some people are disgusted with the whole place. Of course, they're going to complain. Everybody's going to complain. Uh, there's lots of cases of people that decided they didn't want to live in trash town, and they went out to fend for themselves in the suburbs and came back the next day because there's no power, there's no water, there's no, uh, there's no food. So they end up just coming back and staying in trash town. Um, and the thing she said if you're a visitor you don't get to eat there they won't feed you, you have to show your your registration card Mm -hmm. Um, and so you guys get settled in, we'll just say that you're all in the same tent for the sake of convenience and that and this is all done for you by 10.30 in the morning so we will begin at 1030 next time because I think that's where we'll stop with you settled into Trash Town. All right. Our players included Morgan Llewellyn, Brian Daly, Keith Craig, Jason Melmanchalk and David Gasway, with yours truly as the keeper of the secrets. We're currently producing up to five shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved with the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch that bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering questions that you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our Gaming Club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness, for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the call of the Cthulhu role playing game until next time good luck good gaming